you know, as you watch your granddaughter start to walk, but the number of times I've seen her fall over, right? The number of times. And you forget how many times you fall over when you learn to walk, right? And that's what I, keeps me on straight and true, is that it takes a long time to perfect something, like walking. It takes a long time to perfect a new idea and to take people on the journey and create a, a new thing that actually is better, uh, more sustainable than what we're doing at the moment and is a brighter way to power the country. Welcome to the NZX Opening Bell Podcast and it is my absolute pleasure today to bring you the CEO of Solar Zero, Andrew Booth. Now, Andrew, you have had a ginormous day already. Talk us through it. Yeah, we started the day with um, James Shaw, the Minister for Climate Change, joining us at a monumental day for New Zealand, which is the first time that Kiwi families from across the country, 10,000 families actually, uh, successfully entered the NZX market and began to trade energy stability services and start to earn money um, from the batteries and homes they have right across the country. That is amazing. Can, can you talk us through, though, what stability services really is? The grid basically has a heartbeat, yep. oddly. <laughs> and the heartbeat basically has to be regulated at a certain frequency. And batteries, uh, the 10,000 we have around New Zealand, enable that, that heartbeat to be kept at a constant steady rhythm because they help to provide a certain level of frequency of signal back into the system, a bit like a pacemaker. Um, so effectively what our families across the country are doing is to help keep New Zealand's heart steady. That is cool. And how does it all work? Like, what do I do? Do I go buy a panel or do you look after the panels? Like, how do we get involved? It's quite a unique approach that we've developed here in Kiwi land, which is that essentially we sort of allow you to just simply buy electrons from your own roof. Um, and those electrons are cleaner, smarter, and up to 30% cheaper than the ones you buy from the older fashioned power stations around the country. So it's quite a simple switch actually, and doesn't involve anyone in forking out tens of billions of dollars. You're simply having a power station on your own roof um, and you lend as your roof to put the power station on and then you share uh, in benefits like the ones that we've unlocked today where you can use your system to earn money for you uh, while you're asleep in bed or you're away, on, away at the beach. That is fantastic. So I don't have to own, so you own it. So you own the panels and I just lend you my roof. Yeah, so basically you lend us a roof. We own the panels and the battery system. So if the if the power goes out, all the neighbours come over because you've got the lights on. <laughs> and uh, and we just you just buy cheaper power from your own roof. And it's, it's really is as simple as that. Andrew, I have to know this because it is hard to be a startup. It is a lonely environment. We talked about this before recording that, you know, you are literally, you do start as one person in the room. What kept the motivation up? Like, well, firstly, what made you think of this? And secondly, how did you stay motivated to get to the success now? I think the biggest challenge many of our communities face across New Zealand is climate change. Yeah. And I'm a father of four, which is quite a big family. And uh, I really want to see my kids grow up and have a future, the type of childhood that I had. And um, adulthood that I've had, which has been in a safe, stable climate where you're not worried about whether the crops are going to grow or the sea is going to be above your head. And I really wanted to make sure that we put the next generation in the right place and we put them first. Yep. Quite often, you know, when I remember going to school on the first day and they kindy teacher sits you down and you talk about what you'd like to be when you grow up, right, which is a big thing. And now I'm growing up, you kind of 
know what you want to be, but at that stage you don't. But at least for the kids of our generation, we could have those dreams. And I think the danger now is that kids often talk to me and they don't can't have those dreams now because they're so frightened about the changes that are happening in the climate. And I think you have to listen to children, right? Yep. Um, first and foremost is that we have to do the right thing by them. So I sat in a room on my own to make sure we did the right thing by them. And how many years has it been to get to here? 14 years. Wow. <laughs> to get from a room on your own uh, in the middle of a um, small village outside Nelson to um, to a position where basically the largest investment fund on the planet, BlackRock, um, took a 100% stake in the business um, and we were the first company in the world to lock together a community of people now that represent what is now the largest virtual power station in the whole of Australasia. Like, so to go from an idea to um, a, real, a thing in the real world, big thing in the real world, physical thing, um, yeah, been a very difficult but a very rewarding journey uh, for myself and the team. And I just, you know, I'm sure people listening will, will know the significance of BlackRock, but I actually had the opportunity to go to the US about three weeks ago and meet um, a team who actually look at impact equities and, and to talk to them and hear what BlackRock are doing. It's no small feat to be invested have them invest in you. You certainly, um, they don't just invest in anyone and it's not about heartstrings or, you know, the love of it. They're very passionate about making a difference and solutions for climate, but there has to be the economics behind it, right? Yeah, the Climate Impact Fund team are inspirational. Um, and But you're right, in reality, it's dollars and cents. And what they see in New Zealand is the fact that the country and the 10,000 Kiwis that are part of our community have really trailblazed a new way to power and generate energy to power New Zealand towards that 100% renewable goal, which we're aiming to achieve within seven years. And they see that New Zealand is in a leadership position. Yeah. And that's what they see. And often here in New Zealand, you forget that, right? We were the first to give women the vote, you know, the first to say no to nuclear weapons on our shores. And now we're the first to achieve uh an ability for communities across the country to trade energy on the NZX. I mean, how exciting is that? Very. It's, um, it's huge. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of those things that you're probably going to wake up in the middle of the night and go, whoa, that happened today. <laughs> I think it is for the whole, I think for us here today. And so it was, uh, I mean, it was a bit frightening when all the big sort of confetti blew out, but it was, uh, <laughs> you know, in reality, yeah. it's sort of a startling moment, but actually it did wake everyone up, right, that we achieved something really huge today. And I think, Look at it in two ways that, I, you know, hearing you talk and, and doing the research and reading is not only is it about those mitigations around climate change, so getting more clean energy, I think the other side of it I see is is building resilience and adaption from climate change because we, we kind of know we're unlikely to be able to cap the increase in heat. But you, what you've created is something too that's actually going to provide an ability to have sustainable, secure energy. Yeah, I think the key now is that I think time is running out, which yeah. is what you're indicating to, to stop the worst happening. And you saw that this year with the massive, incredible floods in Pakistan, um, wildfires running, you know, riot across Europe and North America. Um, it's only a matter of time before that comes here. Yeah, I was, um, yeah. And I think that's pretty frightening for many yep. communities. And I think what's going to be important to be able to power through that change 
keep our kids and our grandparents and family safe is that you're able to rely on being able to turn a switch and keep yourself warm um, and make sure that you're warm or cool and that you're able to make a, a decent meal for everyone and for your community. And I think that what we've done today really allows New Zealand to be incredibly resilient, right? So if something bad does start to happen, um, we can all look out for each other. And some of us will be lucky enough to have a solar battery system and we can bring together those families and shelter them um, in those challenging times, which do lie ahead. And I think it puts the country and puts our communities ahead of the change um, which means that we can teach other people how to how to find the right way forward. And it's also those vulnerable vulnerable communities as well. Where you know, it's if it's a was it a third of the cost? Did you say it was? You know, if you're able to actually power your home, and, and let's face it, we're actually having an energy crisis as well globally. Um, this is actually such an incredible platform that ensures that these people can have. Power, it, even down to their children, we now have to do their homework at night with lights. Yeah, you know, no, this I is agree. actually quite powerful. This yeah, is beyond. No, it's, no, it's beyond. Um, it's incredibly powerful. Um, essentially, what you're doing is you're putting an end to the rising cost of power in New Zealand because uh, the price that you pay for our service is fixed, inflation-free for 20 years, so it doesn't go up. Price of power has gone up astonishingly. Right when you know, if you go back to 1974, when the government deregulated the energy industry. Yeah. Families across New Zealand were paying one cent a kilowatt hour for energy. Wow. Like, astonishing. Like, it's gone up massively since then. And the country now faces the highest energy prices in all time. And unless we put a stop to that, most families are going to struggle to keep the lights on. Kids won't be able to do their homework. Yep. And families won't be able to look after elderly parents. And I think the challenge that we face now is really about how quickly we can trans, trans, transfer now to a different way, a uh, different relationship with energy, right? It, it started here in New Zealand where communities owned the power stations we built. Yeah, we're now going back to that place yep. where essentially you're able to pay your own home, look after friends, family, and your community and find a better way. And look, you know, it's... And basic needs have shifted, you know, like it is a basic need to be able to access the internet, to connect, you know, for people to be able to have jobs, for people to be able to, for children to be able to learn and study and and grow. And I think when we remove those basic, you know, basic needs, then it actually puts people at a disadvantage. So for you to be able to empower those needs is, again, something amazing. So what's next then for this company? The next thing for us, obviously, is that we're now sort of, one of the key things that we're able to do, obviously, is to make sure when the lights go down around you that your internet and your connectivity stays up so you're yeah. able to talk to friends and fan out and, and stay connected at difficult moments in time. For us now, it's about translating what we've done with energy and looking at how to electrify electric vehicles and to make sure that everyone is able to take part in the transport revolution that's coming, which is a, a cheaper way and a cleaner way to drive around. So... Yeah, watch this space, but we're going to start looking at how we integrate transport into what we're doing so that all New Zealanders can be part of the change that we all need to make. You absolutely love your values. So I loved your values. I think I fell in love with the company as soon as I read <laughs> that. Um, what is it? We run on shun- sunshine, optimism, and um, 
a lot of my friends hassle me because I do always see sunshine in the most darkest of moments. Um, but, you know, the, the other thing that I loved was that resilience and disruption. And, you know, hearing you talk, it's it's such a beautiful – I think we always think of disruption as someone getting in and niggling, but this is actually coming from a beautiful heart that wants to make a difference to New Zealand, to our communities, and disrupt the status quo for the good of everyone in the future. Yeah, I think it's about a gentle disruption which is a reminder to everyone that actually everyone has a voice in how they'd like New Zealand and uh, as a nation to run and be powered. And I think for the first time, we were able to turn the tables on the big guys that kind of got a bit out of hand and started charging us a lot for energy and got a bit crazy. And we're now in a position where we can turn those tables and it's time for us to make a a bold move now and I guess um, show with our own rooftops that we can actually all be part of a a different, fairer way that yeah. we could power um, the future lives of our children and grandchildren. Yeah. And, I mean, I must imagine your children are incredibly proud of you and they must, you know, this is, this is you won't just be, the legacy will really be that making a difference in the future of the world, won't it? That's yeah, what you're really passing think, to them. Yeah, I think for my children, I think um, I'm incredibly proud of them as every father is of their children. Um, so for me, it's um, it's really about, um, standing alongside them and my granddaughter that was born just over a year ago now. Congratulations. Um, yeah, to make sure that we we do right, the right thing by the next yeah. generation. And I think all of us have a duty to do that. They did, you know, as our grandparents and great-grandparents did before us, they made sure that we were all right. And, uh, and we need to do the same. And I think, you know, hearing your story before is devastating to think that kids aren't kind of saying, I want to be a fireman or I want to be a policeman or I want to be a vet or whatever people want to be, I want to be a farmer. And just because if you have a sense of fear or you have lost that sense of hope, and I think, you know, we need to give that back to kids. They need to be kids. Kids need to be kids and yeah, have they, imagination and have hope. Yeah, I think it's that's the saddest piece, right, is that um, is that everyone had an idea about the fact that you could live in an unsustainable way. Yeah. Right? And they poured money into different ideas and wasted a lot of resources, and ultimately it comes back to family and children and community. And ultimately what we have to do is to find a way to change that approach to life, which was about, you know, consuming and throwing things away to a, a way that's, that builds resilience and resourcefulness and allows us to look after friends and family and build a different way for our communities to, to, um, to support each other as we move forward. And that's the key, isn't it, supporting each other. I think we've built our economic principles on more, 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 bigger, 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 bigger. And I think the world is shifting and changing. You know, we're already seeing populations around the world peaking. So we're not getting that big population boom everybody had forecast for. And now how do we actually live in a world? And this is what I love about your solution is living in a world where it's not actually about more. It's actually about better. Yeah, it's about I mean, I think the great thing about solar battery storage and the solution that we've deployed is that it is, it's cleaner and it gives you backup power, right? Like, that's just like unique, right? The ability to know that if something crazy happens in your life, that you're going to be all right. And I think in that respect, it's, it's better, cleaner, more reliable energy. Um, it's distributed. So, you, you know, if something happens in your region, you're all going to be all right. Cool. Um, and then you can support each other nationally to achieve a, a decarbonization strategy that means that the country is ahead of the curve. Yep. And so the price of energy for the whole nation will effectively start to come down. And that means ultimately New Zealand will be more competitive internationally, which ultimately means higher growth, better standards of living, 
and a brighter, smarter future for the country. More value. Yeah, way more value. You know, less stuff, you know, more value. Yeah, less stuff, more value, and uh, and more time at the beach. And you can, and <laughs> at the beach, you put your panels on and yeah, you... Yeah, you're roof earning money while you're at the beach, which is like I mean, Kiwi dream, thing. isn't it? <laughs> I now, another thing that I thought was really cool researching your company was looking at the holistic application you have to running the operations. So, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't about, and I don't think anyone in, ever intentionally has these consequences of having a great vision and not following it through, but you followed it through to the nth degree. So even your panels, you know, you're sustainably sourcing things Everything you do every day isn't just about the energy that you're producing. It's right through your business, isn't it? Yeah, the first thing we did on the day I set the business up is that we registered to be carbon zero before we made a dollar. And that's about walking the talk, right, which is that you're making a commitment to make and encourage New Zealand and New Zealanders to make a big change. You know, it will be a big change that saves the money, but it's a big change. Yeah. And if you want people to be part of that change, you yourself have to be honest and true to that North Star. And, uh, and what I can say about our company and everyone that takes part in it and our community of people is that, that support us, um, is that everyone is true to that North Star and we try and make a difference every day in what we do. Um, yeah, as part, as part of our DNA, really, and it, and it has to be that way. Um, if you're going to make the change, we need to make the change to put up, put the planet back on track, really. Yep. And look after your granddaughter, look after your kids, look after her kids. Yeah, look after the kids that are coming after that and, and make sure that society as a whole, as a, um, yeah, sees a, sees a way forward, right? Because sometimes you watch TV, which try not to do very much, and yeah. it becomes a really challenging, you know, difficult thing to do. Um, it is something we all have to face up to. You know, there is a, a big change coming. Some yep. parts of the world, it's going to happen really, really, really fast. So we have to make sure that we look after ourselves and we're well prepared for that change. And the best way to do that is to be part of the change, not a victim of it. I love um, that. I love that because I think you're right. You watch TV and it's it's easy to get into that sense of, of like, I don't know if hopelessness is the word or that sense of, oh, my God, but you just start feeling like there is either no hope or how do you get a solution or how are you going to get the solution? And I think when you have someone like yourself that actually woke up one day and said, I'm going to be the solution, that in itself is inspirational. Not only is your success, but I think the fact that you had the courage because you give a lot up to do this. Yeah, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of time with family and friends that you give up yeah. uh, and grandchildren um, to try and make sure that you're able to navigate um, the journey from a single room to a, a room full of a couple of hundred people and then, you know, all the different, I mean, we work with 34 companies across New Zealand who all install panels every day. So, you know, you know, somewhere in the region, every sort of 11 to 12 minutes, somewhere in the country, every single day, we've got some people on a roof putting a panel up and putting a battery on someone's home. So that's a huge effort to go from a single person and a, and a little idea, a little acorn really, into something that's become such an incredible adventure in a it has made such a genuine difference for so many people. And, and, you know, again, it's building that trust of that ecosystem, isn't it? Actually getting the infrastructure around you for those people to go out and put those things in. I mean, this is huge. Like, do you, does, it, does the magnitude of what you've achieved really, I think, do you get it? I think you slowly get it. I think the great thing about it is that, I mean, we've made so many stuff-ups. Awesome. That's how you like, learn. Like a million. Like the best thing we did, though, is every time we stuffed up, we said we stuffed up, so we owned up. 
and we said, let's put it right. Cool. And the main thing, right, it, from my perspective, and I said that to the teams that we've always stood by, is we put it right. You know, I remember a 84-year-old who went solo with us because she wanted to do, you know, I mean, she wanted to do the right thing by the grandkids. Yeah. And uh, she said she wanted to make a statement. She called up and called me up because I, I put my cell phone number on all our emails to everyone. And so she called up and said, Andy, I'm, you know, really a bit worried about this bill. You know, it's a bit crazy. And I said, I said, our rule is if you're a bit worried about it, we stop billing. Yeah. And she said, well, no one does that. And I said, no, nah, it's because we're doing it different, right? You've, you've, you've um, taken a risk. You've done something quite different. No one else has done it before. Yeah. So our rule is we stop billing until we figure out, like, is it working in the way that we said? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, awesome. Then we give it a month, and then we, then we say, oh, let's start again. Let's see if we get it right this time. And the community that we built has been really honest and true, and we've been honest and true with them. And, you know, you do stuff things up when you're right on the cutting edge of technology. Yeah. You just do. And you're trying to figure out how to do this across – Right across the country, right? So it's not as simple as building a one power station. You're building a distributed power station yeah. on other people's rooftops. So, yeah, we've gone through roofs. We've done every crazy thing you can imagine. The tech's worked. Sometimes it hasn't. But the main thing is we've powered through that. And our families have powered through that. And we've now unlocked a very special way um, that you can power um, your own home and you can power your community. And I think it's that that diligence and that sort of never giving up attitude um, that has got us through. But it's brilliant because I think the thing is, is that you have to fail or, or make mistakes to learn. It's the gateway. You know, in Israel, they, they innovators get given more money. You know, at, try and go to um, Silicon Valley if you haven't had a few failures. They don't want to know you because you haven't learned anything. And I think sometimes you have this insane culture in New Zealand where when you fail, you're a dick, and when you succeed, you're a dick, and so everyone becomes a dick. And then we end up with this, medi you know, driving mediocrity. And I just I love it when I hear someone like yourself, this incredible innovator who's actually said, you know what, we owned it, we loved it, we learned from it, we moved on to the next one. And, and that means you will continue to succeed forever because every mistake made is a lesson, is today's mistake, tomorrow's lesson. Yeah, I mean, it was frightening as hell. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you don't love it, right? You're not like, no, oh, no, no, you've done it all. It's really frightening because you feel really sad because um, you're affecting someone's harm, you know, literally. And uh, the thing I always remembered was, you know, as you watch your granddaughter start to walk, that the number of times I've seen her fall, fall over, right? The number of times. And you forget how many times you fall over when you learn to walk right. And that's what I, keeps me on straight and true is that it takes a long time to perfect something like walking. It takes a long time to perfect a new idea and to take people on the journey and create an, a new thing that actually is better, uh, more sustainable than what we're doing at the moment and is a brighter way to power the country. I just... This is just so incredibly awesome. I think the whole what you've achieved, what you've done, you know, I just keep think, imagining you sitting in that room 14 years ago alone and probably going, I really believe you've got your North Star, but you've also just got your laptop. <laughs> That's right. You know, and then today in a room full of people celebrating, ringing the bell here at NZX to celebrate that, that your electricity, you're now an electricity generator. Yeah, it's, I think it's a monumental moment, and I think that um, it's very difficult to um, to um, appreciate what a monumental moment it is for the entire team, and particularly for me and my family, I think, because it's been such a difficult journey. And um, 
yes, I'm immensely proud of what the team here have achieved in pulling off something which is quite remarkable, really. No one else has ever done it before on the planet, which is a world first, which is kind of um, difficult, difficult to conceive that you could achieve that when you're sat in a room uh, in your jandals, right? Yeah. And uh, thinking about this idea and then working on your laptop and going, oh, yeah, we could do that. And then you start with little steps hey, and, and then you get here and you're running. I know, yeah, and those so. moments where you pick up the phone and talk to someone and they kind of, you know they're rolling their eyes going, yes, yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> Call me in six years when you've uh, got it sorted and it's just one of those things. Look, if there was anything you really wanted people to understand and know, you know, what would those key messages be for people out there about this product or about your company? I think the key thing is that um, we work alongside you yep. to find a smarter way to power your home and to look after your community. I think right now, based on the fact that the country is facing the highest ever energy prices in the history of the country, that you'd be insane <laughs> yeah. not to change or look at how you can change the way you buy your home. Literally. It's a bit like, you know, would you go out and buy a horse and carriage? Probably not. Right? This is a brand new way yeah. to buy your home. Uh, it's exciting. It's reached scale. It's the largest in, in the Asia Pacific. Let's join together, hold hands. Everyone join join the ship and let's see what we can do to change the way the power uh, and the way that New Zealand is powered um, for the children and their grandchildren. And let's all run on sunshine. And let's all run on sunshine every single day of the week and, and uh, enjoy the beach this year while your panel's on your roof are making you some change. Andrew Booth, 14 years ago, sitting on your own today, sitting here at NZX, celebrated by Minister of Climate Change and the investment community and our exchange I cannot thank you enough for your time. It has been a massive day for you and for you to come in here and talk with me after you've had such a big day. I'm, I have great gratitude. Um, I'm going to be jumping online, by the way, after this and checking out how I can actually do this in my community as well because um, I live in the middle of nowhere. So it's this sort of thing would be brilliant. But you are fantastic. You're an inspiration to New Zealand. Congratulations on your achievement today and we will be keeping a good eye on you because this isn't the last we've heard from you, I'm sure. Thank you very much. Nice to be here today with you. God bless. The information provided in this podcast is a guide and is intended for general information purposes only. The information is not investment advice. The information should not be relied upon as a substitute for detailed advice from a professional advisor. The podcast may contain opinions or forward-looking statements and actual results may vary from what is expressed in this podcast. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the presenter or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of NZX. NZX Limited is not liable for any loss suffered through relying on the information in this podcast. NZX makes no warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the information in this podcast. All intellectual property rights in the content of this podcast are owned or used under license by NZX, and NZX's written consent is required to use, redistribute, or reproduce the content, or use it to create other works.